0: So the big question is this, how do investors like us who don't have a Ph.D. in finance or millions to start investing, how do we grow our bank accounts to build real savings and retirements and yet still have the time to do what we really love? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hey, um second day technical analysis, Tuesday today. It's going to be really fun. We're going to talk about uh, trend lines and you know specifically support and resistance. It's going to be really big for setting up patterns we're going to talk about later and I mean, it's really for all asset classes. You're gonna see supports, resistances, just psychological levels, mostly where sellers are gonna meet. Uh, we'll talk a lot about it. It's really cool. Uh, it's a basis for looking at charts and drawing on them, drawing trend lines, drawing, you know, where, where you think it's gonna go. Uh, really fun stuff. Hope you guys like it. Enjoy it. All right, well, we gotta start so we can get out of here in time. Um, so today's support and resistance day. And we're gonna draw all our charts because we. Why the heck not? So let's go. So this is gonna be our make-believe stock. I can't spell it. I <laughs> Uh The ticker is gonna be MBK. Or M- yeah, MBK. Why not? Um, we've got. We'll call this uh, a six month chart, so maybe a yearly chart, January uh, 16th to January 17th. Now our uh, MBK is going to be a $10 stock and we're going to have highs of 15 and we're going to have lows of 5. These numbers aren't a big deal, Uh, just an example. So, let's say in January, we're just gonna make up some chart. Now, a lot of stocks are gonna have charts that just, they're not all the same, but support and resistance is one of those things that you can really apply to a lot of stocks. Uh, It's really good for short-term and long-term trading. We're gonna start off looking at, this is like a yearly long-term chart, uh, and then we're gonna move into short-term charts. So, support and resistance are places where buyers and sellers meet together a lot. Uh, It's just a line, like a little, it's a theoretical line where the buyers and sellers usually agree on where to meet. So, if we have a support line, maybe we're right here, and we have this nice little support right here. Uh, And you can see that this has been pretty constant. And you'll see, as it's trying to go up, the support line here turns into a resistance from below. So, when you're trying to go into this line, it's a resistance. But when you're above it, it turns into a support. You see it kind of bounced off a little bit because it's trying to bounce away from the support. Same thing here. But, uh, let's see, did not draw. Let's say that the stock hits the resistance and then there's not enough momentum behind it. It wasn't enough news, nothing was good enough gonna maybe stumble back down because it can't break the resistance. But if it gets over it, and then it treads above it, it's gonna act as a support. So supports turn into resistances, and resistances turn into supports because they're just places where buyers and sellers psychologically, agree to be. I mean, it's just almost psychologically. Supports and resistances, you know, they're, they can be straight lines. Um, you can also have trend lines. So we might say, You know these tops these two tops meet and these bottom is going up Uh, with supports and resistances a lot of what you look at is going to be bottoms and tops so we can see this is like a triple bottom and this would be a really good support and here we could have like a triple maybe a quadruple resistance uh, quadruple top triple top where it hit the top and then it bounced back down because it wasn't strong enough to go in between and we can see once we draw these support and resistance lines, we start to see a little bit of an envelope. And this is obviously a sideways trailing stock, uh, so not bullish or bearish. But we can see it's going to stay within the support and resistance levels. Those are psychological buy and sell levels for this uh, MBK. So you can trade these. You see something. I'm gonna. I guess I'll erase this. So, say it's next year, and the stock opens up, and we have our levels from last year coming in here and here and here, and now it's next year, and we're trying to think, okay, what's the stock going to do in the future? So, 17 to 18 well, let's say we open up, no, we were $10, so that's the start of the year, and we start to see a downtrend. Now we know the upside on this trade is going to be to the resistance if we go long, and the downside is going to be to this uh, support if we go long. Um, And if we go short, we're going to have an upside. All of this will be the upside, the downside over here. So what you can do with support and resistance is you can make profit-loss ratio, so this would be like a two to one is a bet that will go down versus going up. And that's what a lot of uh, trading is, is just finding support resistances and playing the ratios, because as long as you win more than 50% of the time, you're a winner. Uh, So we'll say it goes here. Now, it might bounce around a little bit, but it's not very likely to dip below this unless something existential happens to the company or maybe the whole market in general moves down. Because we know from earlier that we've got some really strong support resistance levels here, because they were there last year, we saw them last year. They're usually going to stay, you can see them, you can see support resistance levels over long, 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 big periods of time, so they're usually going to stay where they are for the horizontal. So we might go long and it might go up. If it goes down, below this uh, support, the support's going to come a resistance and we might think the stock's undervalued because it's below, would have been had some historic supports and if it goes up, it's going to be going into this resistance. So we're going to have to see, maybe if we go long, we might want to sell part of our position at the $10 level. I know this is a little off, but maybe we we'll want to sell part of our position because we're worried that it's going to go down off of that resistance. It doesn't have enough momentum to break through. Uh, likewise, if it does break through the resistance, that resistance is not going to be a support. So you're going to want to, You'll usually it's good to buy support sell resistances, right? Uh, especially for sideways, horizontal. Um this is more for long term, but this can also be for short term. Short term, you're gonna we we're talking about this just a second. So you're gonna see a break through resistance. This becomes the support. This is the new resistance that we saw historically. And if you're in a trade like this, you might want to try to sell out. It's whatever this is, you know, 14 dollars on a make believe stock. So you'll sell try to sell it at the resistance because it's gonna be really difficult for this to break over the resistance, given if all of the historic, you know, the past two years, it stayed in between, you know, this, this range of resistance, support, and then either gonna switch depending on the price top. So, you kinda of play a game where it just goes, you know, support, resistance, support, resistance, and this is really good for sideways markets, and this is how you can make a lot of money in sideways markets, especially with swing trading. I mean, this would be maybe, you know, for something like this, a uh, two month, three month period of uh, the price just going up and down. And you can game it by playing it off of, you know, is it going to go through the support become a resistance? Or is it going to go over it and become a support, and we'll have a resistance up here. So, let's talk more about short term. So let's make up a new stock. It's going to be make believe stock 3.0. And the figure will be TMZ. <laughs> um, and let's change this time axis. We're going to make this uh, a 5 day chart. So in the short term, you're going to want to look at your candlesticks a lot more to figure out support So this will be. December fifth to maybe December tenth of I don't know twenty seventeen. We're gonna have probably five minute candles on this period, so we'll have you know candle, 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 candle. I'm just gonna draw lines because I'm not gonna draw a bunch of candles. Uh, and maybe we'll see that the stock has been on downswing. It's gone up a couple times during these days. And this would be a much narrower range. So this might be uh, $36 to maybe $40. So not as, it's shorter term. So this isn't really a penny stock. So we're not going to have, you know, as significant of a move, usually in the short term. So we go up and we try to break here, but the stock can't do it. It goes down to this. And even just looking at half of this, we can see maybe if we draw this a little better. And this is just with all stocks; they all have these natural support and resistance So we see this, we see this, and there's a little bit, a little bit here. Uh, kind of almost hit it there, almost hit it here. Um, but maybe it starts to do an upswing, and like we were talking about earlier, after open and uh, the difference between open and close, maybe one pre-market day, we have like pre-market here and it gaps off and it opens here, we could see that as a big catalyst for the short term of it breaking its resistance, this becoming a new support and then it ticking up higher. Uh, Likewise, maybe we see after a day that in the aftermarket it does a big drop because there's a lot less momentum it, the news is fake, hype was fake it drops below this support level this support's going to be a resistance when we open on the next day and we might see a buy-up but breaking this resistance is going to be really difficult because we see what one two three uh, a triple top resistance here so resistances are going to be really where you resistances and supports are really going to be where you see biggest price movements just off of historic performance and no indicators or anything just straight charts nothing else um, they're really important for short-term trading because you want to be able to see the patterns that they're making and quickly trade them. And then for long-term trading, you know, if we have a more expensive stock and we're looking at, let's see, uh, maybe like the 15-year chart for GE or something. Uh, I don't know how much GE costs. I don't know. It's like, what, $12 right now? So let's just go back to our make-believe stock. We're going to have make-believe, make-believe uh, make believe corporation and their ticker is going to be potato actually that's probably too big we'll just have uh, rck teachers uh, the yearbook Committee has asked me to announce that if you would like to have extra boxes for moving or supplies or whatever there will be the yearbook boxes will be right outside the multi-purpose room thank you so let's say this chart goes back to 1985 and it goes to 2018. Now we're going to have our make-believe corporation be a tech stock. So it's an important little thing to note. Uh, 2001 and 2008 where this was obviously the real estate crash and the dot-com bubble. Uh, If you didn't know that, now you do. Real estate crash, uh, everyone was houses. It's a very Complex topic, but the biggest thing to note is property values crumbling. we were absolutely terrible. The markets were very bearish. And then the dot com bubble had a big spike up and a crash down off of tech stock prices. It's going to be important because, well, that was about PEs, like we talked about the other day. You know, some of the tech stocks had like a thousand for their PEs. It's kind of crazy. And that's why they did not perform. And the crash. So, They didn't have the money to keep up the price. Let's say RCK goes from uh, $50 stock, maybe, to $250 stock. And, yeah. Now, maybe, you know, the company started in the 1980s. No one knows. They go on a public exchange around $30. And over the rest of, you know, that's a very long time. We'll see their price, you know, kind of go up, kind of go up. Their tech stock, we're going to pretend they're a tech stock. So we're going to say, oh, 2001. We're going to have a big hike up, and then we're going to have a big downturn. And we're going to hit some of our historic lows, and we're going to start going up. Now, tech stocks in 2008 wasn't the biggest deal. You're going to see a lot of the markets kind of do this because it was a rough time. Uh, And I did not draw enough space over here, but just pretend I did we're gonna see this. Now this is gonna be a crucial point because we can draw this line right here. This is gonna be a big resistance. We see this was something that took the stop a while to break, maybe a little more realistically. It had to get above this line back here and it was really treading below it. You can see this would be a little bit more of an upward triangle, we'll talk about that a little later. Uh, but once it broke that line, it had this big spike up and we're gonna to wanna to draw a line at the top of that because that was this level where everything went down so that might be a sell target because we're going to have a big resistance in. now the markets are bearish or bullish here and then they just big bearish big bearish but we did see you know this trend line coming up this is going to support it and we also see this line coming from the original price all the way over here so you can really just draw maxes across mins across and look at where the peaks and the troughs are of these stocks to draw your support lines and your resistance lines and you can draw, you know, if you see two bottoms growing up together like this you can draw your, uh, your you know, horse diagonal lines um, you know, stuff like this I mean, it does not really going to help you maybe in the short term to see where it will stop going down but uh, these are more you see it happen more than once you see a, a, a Specific ish pattern, you're going to start to draw your support resistance lines. So we see this, it's an upward movement, we see it going into a resistance, but there's a support right here. Now, usually when supports hit resistances on diagonals, that's when you're really going to start to see some quick growth. So to keep it short, because we'll talk about this a lot later, but if we have a support going down, and just say we have a stock price is here, and this is a resistance, I mean, and this is a support and the resistance goes below the support, we're just going to see some downward price movement. And in the case of Make Believe Corporation, we're going to start to see the opposite because we have a support going up and a resistance here, and the support breaks the resistance. And, you know, you can bet pretty well that uh, it's going to be more likely to go up than down, and that's what you want when you trade. You want to take the more likely trades. So we'll say it goes up. Uh, I didn't really leave myself enough space. I'm just going to kind of erase uh and we're gonna see you know maybe it ticks up and then it kind of struggles here because this is going to be a resistance as we saw earlier in you know this is 17 years ago we saw that but it stayed over time so it's still going to be a resistance and maybe we're, we're going to break through i mean past eight years have been phenomenal we've had a really bearish market, bullish market uh but that's just market performance It's breaking that resistance and making it a support now so if we go into a downtrend that's going to be something we might bounce back up off of because that's a place where buyers and sellers meet and they say this is where i want to buy or this is where i want to sell and once it goes up people want to buy it at that price and once it goes below people want to sell it at that price and that's just what support what's are is where people meet to sell uh any questions no nah? all right cool Yeah. What about like a Facebook and stuff that actually like haven't really been upward trending for so long? Right, right. I know what you mean. Let me draw a quick Facebook. So I'm just gonna get rid of time. Uh, Off the top of my head, let's pull a quick draw Uh. Facebook. Are we gonna draw them 2012 and after? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to kind of ignore this first part because I don't think it's a big deal. Something like that? Yes. Okay. I'm going to draw a little more swiggly squiggly because it's a little bit of a wide envelope. And this is probably about 200 up here. And maybe 50. And they're at like what? 180? 170? Something like that. Um, so Facebook, you can see... The biggest thing we're looking at here is this, this middle part. And you see we have a support, and we have a resistance. And this, what this has done is it's taken the sideways thing we looked at just a second ago. But now it's up. It's in an uptrend. It's in a bearish or a bullish pattern. And it's going to make this top. It's going to bounce up and down. But in the, it the channel is going up, so for it to stop going up, it's gonna to have to break this support and it's gonna to have to go out of this channel. And for it to go higher, it's gonna to have to break the resistance and go out of the channel. And as the series shown, uh, I think maybe they broke here and then and then that news came out. I don't remember the top of my head, but then they were down to like what 150? Yeah. So the support is gonna keep it in that in that alley, and the resistance is gonna keep it below that. Now obviously these aren't gonna be like shown, these aren't gonna automatically come up on your charts, but you can just draw them in, and you really are gonna draw them in. You see minimum, 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 minimum. You keep seeing that over and over, you see max, 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 max. That's where you're gonna draw your lines off of mins and maxes. Uh, you know, you're gonna see some stuff over here, but let's see, like this kind of looked like a resistance back in, I don't know, 2013, 2012, but it broke over it. And it became a support and then for it to go down, it's gotta break through the support, which obviously it didn't. It created an upward channel, it kept making money. They're a good company. Um, yeah, so it stayed in the channel is the important thing to notice. I mean, up until you know recently, there's been news, probably about that set. but historically, it stayed in the channel, it stayed with the move, it stayed with the support and resistance level because sellers, And especially when you see the diagonal ones like this, it means that sellers are willing to sell for more and more and they're not going to try to, and buyers are willing to pay more and more. So it's a good trend to see up. Uh, If you see it downwards, obviously, you know, if you have two, if you have a support and a resistance and they're both moving downwards, then maybe the valuation of the company's looking for over time and you'll see sellers are trying to sell for less and less because they can't get rid of it and buyers are only willing to pay less and less. Uh, So you're gonna see those. Facebook is a very, very extreme example of an upward trend, support resistance, creating a funnel. Uh, But it happens, and when you see it happen, it can be really good to trade, or even just to get in this long-term. You know, I've got a long-term position in Facebook, and I'm not worried about selling here, buying here, selling here. I mean, obviously, they've kind of done a little different here, but, uh, you know. You can use support and resistance just to just to tell how good something is, even just for the long term. You don't even have to actively trade it. If you see, you know, an upward trend, and maybe we'll scoot away from Facebook. Uh, I know AMD, right? If you look at I'm talking about them again, I don't know, I like them, they're a great company. Uh, if we look at like this is, I think it's like nineteen really long time ago, like the max chart on Yahoo Finance. you know, you're gonna see I think a bunch of spikes if i'm remembering this correctly and let me see this right that's probably about right this is what 10 bucks now and it hit 14 so i think you'll we'll see 10 15. i think they hit like 40. dollars. Uh, five i know there were lows somewhere down here and around the four dollar i think range or maybe it was, it was one I don't remember. And this period was probably actually a little bit longer, but the important thing to see from this picture, first of all, boom, like we've got tops going down and this is gonna go down. We've got this great line right here. I mean, I didn't plan this out, but what happens is over time, the stock just naturally makes these support resistance lines and it really helps you trade it. Um, and now you know it's trying to break. Uh, it's trying to break this resistance line and really go into an uptrend. Uh, you know, obviously the resistance has gone down, but at the same time, in the shorter term, we can see it's more of a little triangle pattern here, and we can see a support going up, uh, at least on the weekly chart, and resistance going down on the shorter term chart. And it doesn't look that great right now, unfortunately. But the point of them is, you know, you see it goes below. The resistance here and you know it struggles a little bit but obviously this is a little bit more about the core valuation of the company but usually when it's below like this is a huge 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 support line you know we could draw some smaller ones here maybe uh, maybe like that and the smaller ones are gonna help in the short term you know if you're looking at this in the short term and you see you see this these two peaks and this peak and you draw this line before this you might have a sell target around here for when it pops up to here because you know that that's going to be a big resistance maybe sell half your position there and then if you crash it crashes down you're going to see these lines right here and you're going to say okay well this looks like a good buying opportunity because this is a good support same thing here this is a support in the short term it's helping i mean that's not going to happen but Short-term and long-term support positions is very, very, very useful. Alright, anything else? I think it's pretty, you know, what G- about GE? don't know that off the top of my head, but um, I mean, you really just want to look historically where the highs and the lows are, and if you see maybe big dips. And they all dip around the same price level. Or maybe you see big busts up, or big booms up, and they all bust around the same price level. Like, I mean, it's, you know, something like, you're gonna draw it where the peaks are, where the stability is, and then where the minimums are. Um, And you can apply this, you know, you turn it sideways, it's an uptrend, you turn it, I mean, diagonally, and then if you turn it down diagonally, it's a downtrend. And they are gonna be prices, where the stock's gonna get a lot of attention. If it could, you know, if this stock gets to, you know, whatever, it's a forty dollar stock and it gets to forty dollars, people are gonna be like, This is a big resistance for the stock. What do you guys think about it? How is this gonna how is this gonna move? Because when it gets to those critical levels, it's kinda like a make or break, because it's not just gonna sit. It never just sits at a support and a resistance. It always goes up or down. And it's you know you can base your trades off of what you think the probability is it goes up versus down. So maybe if you're right here, you'll think, OK, maybe this, if I draw this, this could be you know, 2x and this could be x. So you have 2 to 1 of it, if it goes up and it gets to this. And you know with the history that there's a big resistance here, but there's not that much in the middle. Because sometimes you'll have stuff in the middle that you need to watch out for when you're looking at buying and selling. Uh, but if you know that and it's just this and this, and you take that trade, you're going to make twice as much as you risk losing if you win the trade. Which is really just the goal is to have better odds than everyone else. And that's how you're going to make more money. You've got to play in the odds. Because, you know, an earnings report comes out here. You don't know if it's going up or down. But depending on how people interpret it, there's going to be more upside than downside, which is the goal. I mean, you've always got to remember with this stuff, you're, you're putting in, you know, retirement money or even just like the short term trading. It's all got to be money that you can take the L on because there's always, you know, the chance, even if it does look really good, that you have a stock trailing and it looks great, it looks great. Uh, you see this and you see a great big line that's going up. You see this. But there's always the chance it just takes the L, right? So. Well, I keep dropping things. Just remember, always you know, risk management. We're going to talk about diversification in long-term portfolios. I think on like day five uh, on Tuesdays or something like that. Yeah, probably day five on Tuesdays. Um, But just be careful. Uh, Always set a stop loss. I mean, if I'm taking this trade, I'm going to 100% set a stop loss right here. And what that is, is you just put in your limit order or you put in your market order and you say, I want to buy here, and you can set a profit taker too, so maybe you want to, s- it'll automatically sell up here, or it'll automatically uh, sell on a loss if you only want to risk you know, 10% of your position or something like that. Uh, and that's why a lot of the support resistance lines are important for downtrends, because maybe everybody sees this, and I don't know, this is an uptrend or something, and everyone buys it, and they're, a lot of people set stop losses, right? So their stop losses all go off right here and they're all selling. Uh, the brokers instantly sell their shares. That's why you see some of these more dramatic movements, uh, especially in the short term. If you see some of these pre-market gainers for the really cheap stock, you know, they go and then they have a pre-market gain and then they open up here. You'll have people from before here, there's always people trying to short a stock, right? And then people who try to short a stock are gonna to try to buy back, some, you know, th- some people will try to buy back their shares really quick so they don't take more of a loss. And those people buying back their shorted shares can increase, you know, can make the price go up really hard. It's, uh, it's called the short squeeze, and it's just playing the levels. It's all about psychology. Support and resistance, they're really useful. Uh, it's a psychology tool, like a lot. Well, I mean, most of the charting stuff, is psychology and then you know the basis of the technical analysis all right we got like one minute left any last minute stuff no all right cool guys yeah support and resistance it's really good uh i use it you know a ton with long-term looking and stuff and the short-term stuff Hey. Okay? all right cool i'll uh see you guys next tuesday Want more stock market secrets? If so, you'll get your free copy of my best-selling book, Nine to Noon. You can get your free copy, plus $11,176 of unannounced bonuses It took me years to uncover, completely for free at 9 noonsecretscom Inside 9 to Noon, you'll find the top 38 secrets you can use to double your portfolio every two years, and make upwards of 10% per trade daily.